0: Hey, how's it going? Fine!
1: Fine. <laughs> uh,
0: we uh, wanted to kind of do another podcast here and, and uh, just kind of talk about the things that have been going on and Uh, Put a request out there towards the end of this podcast, but um, not a lot has changed (laughs) since the last time we did a podcast, unfortunately,
2: yeah.
0: Um, as far as our country, anyways. Um, Trump
1: was acquitted. Yeah, Trump (laughs) was
0: acquitted for a second time. (laughs) Um, Democrats are still fools, Um, demonic fools, by the way. Uh, they are wasteful demonic beings and the rhinos that joined in are just as guilty uh they will be held accountable Mm
2: -hmm. uh, for
0: their treachery for their treason for their evil behaviors for stealing from we the people from trying to destroy this country that god blessed and gave us and uh and that, that's the part that I'm waiting for. I, I, I think a lot of people are at the place where they're just waiting for justice to be served. Uh, we've been waiting for this for a really long time. And one way or another, justice is coming, whether we the people rise up and take our country back, or Jesus returns and destroys them all. Either way, they're going down, mm-hmm. so I that gives me a little bit of peace, um, but with the evil that's going on, um, and I guess we got to just touch on it almost every single time, because not enough people are talking about how evil things are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they're complacent, they're acting like, well, this will pass, and reality is it's not gonna pass the bible tells us the times we're in this this is not gonna pass Uh, we're gonna have to endure through it to get to the other side Mm -hmm. um and so we're kind of warned that it's gonna get worse
2: um
0: to be prepared Mm -hmm. uh but our biggest focus is encouraging others that maybe don't know which way to go um our faith and trust is in God. We don't put our faith and trust in man because you can see how much man fails every day mm-hmm. on the news, in our judicial system. As state representatives, they fail miserably. Amen. They're Oh, go ahead. Oh,
1: I was just going to say, even in the places where we live, in our towns, just looking at our neighbors or people that we see, you expect more from people and they just don't really step up to the plate yeah. there's no community there's no having each other's backs it's kind of like if you think differently than other people if you know the truth you're pretty much on your own yeah and so that's what like, i hope that this podcast does is unites people that are kind of separated and yeah. don't really have anyone else knowing that there are people who actually think like I mean, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they actually think they believe think for the themselves, truth. Yeah. yeah,
0: and trust God.
2: Mm-hmm. God
0: is the only truth,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, people's opinions are not truth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mainstream media likes to lie, and yeah. you can go from channel to channel to channel, from state to state to state, and they're all saying the same thing literally, word for word, mm-hmm. they are manipulating people. And they are being deceitful, and it's disgusting. So people need to shut off their TVs, need to open up their word, the Bible, Yep. pray, and you will have amazing clarity.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were
0: you going to say something, Miss?
3: Oh, yes. I have some verses that will hopefully fit with what you're saying. Uh, Matthew 15, verses 10 through um, 14. And it says... And if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. And basically, um, you can see what people are saying with how much they're lying. Mm -hmm. That's defiling them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lying, slander.
0: Um, And then the mainstream media and big tech are pushing that.
2: Yeah. And
0: people, because those people are so blind and daft, Mm-hmm. that the people watching that are going right along with it yeah, mm-hmm. and believing it. And it really is the blind leading the blind. And it's mm-hmm. not going to end well for them. No. It's it's a dangerous, dangerous um, situation. And really, you know, I I feel like I need to say this. So, you know, we've had conversations throughout the week about why aren't these so-called pastors and christians that are supposedly holy spirit filled Mm
2: -hmm.
0: going and rebuking these demons why why aren't they going to the hospitals praying over the sick yeah Mm -hmm. i mean when we have the opportunity when we come in contact with people that are sick we're praying for them Mm -hmm. we trust that god has them one way or another
1: but why are we doing that
0: yeah, it's it's important because that's our job.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's what God, tells us God tells
0: us. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He tells us that is what you are to do. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Sorry, I have some more verses that will actually fit with what you're <laughs> saying. It's also from Matthew, it's chapter sixteen, verses eight, 18 through nineteen. And this is the authority that we need to claim that Jesus himself gives us. And it says, And I tell you, you are Peter And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven.
0: So, you know, I saw um, videos of people praying outside the capital, and God bless those people. Mm -hmm. There were not very many people out there, which was really disappointing to see, because that capital... The, the White House with Biden and stuff, whether he's there or not, these are demonic beings that need to be rooted out. Yeah. God tells us we are supposed to get rid of evil
2: mm-hmm.
0: out of our homes, out of our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just our personal homes. I think it would be the House of Representatives, the House of Congress.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that belongs to God.
1: Yeah.
0: That doesn't belong to demons even
1: in churches i don't think people are i guess vetting who they're letting to be leaders yeah they're just kind of accepting anyone even if they're not producing godly fruit even if they're Mm -hmm. living in sin even if they're leaven and they're leading people astray they just kind of accept them i mean i look at the bible and after god did a work in paul um or Saul, and then he became Paul, he went to the church, and he was, you know, trying to convince them that he had changed. And the church was like, no, we know exactly what you did. Right. Um, They didn't just accept him. Somebody had to kind of vouch for him. Verify. And say, you know, God did do this, and basically I will stake my own name on it. And then later he was accepted. He kind of had to prove himself. Right. Um, And then he became a leader. He wrote a good portion of the New Testament, and the church... I believe they sent him out right. um, to do what God had called them to do. Right? Yeah. But now people are just kind of let in. It doesn't matter, if, I mean, what you're doing in your personal life. It's like, oh, yeah, you can be leaders. You can do this in the church. It's like, no, that's a bad idea. Yeah. And and there, I, I'm not going to get into details,
0: but actually in the Old Testament, it tells you how to qualify people, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, what, what standards there are, and people have gotten really lax with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, that. that's not even what the Bible says. They're like, we welcome everybody. Well, I mean, yeah. You, you should be welcoming to people that want to know Christ. Yeah. But, you need to have the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and work with God to have His Word Penetrate and change people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if people are coming to your church and they're not walking out changed, you're doing something wrong.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If you have uh, people continually living in sin and doing sinful things, your word is not anything, it's mm-hmm. powerless. Yeah. Um, stop talking then at that point. You're, you're not helping anybody. Um, and, and so I, <laughs> that, that kind of goes back with the whole church thing. And they're not going out because, you know, they're closing their doors and fear. I mean, we've talked about this in our other podcasts. Um, there's no move of God. Yeah. People are like, a revival's coming. Well, revival doesn't just happen. You have to go out and do something.
1: Yeah. And you need faith.
0: You need faith. You cannot do God's work without faith and belief and obedience Mm -hmm. to God and his word.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, even as you read throughout the entire Bible, all the people that you read about, none of them could have done it unless they, or if they didn't believe in God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had to
0: have believed in God. Yeah. They they wouldn't have gotten anywhere without him. Mm Nope. They wouldn't have won their battles. They wouldn't have come out on top. They wouldn't have defeated their enemies. They they had to have faith and be obedient to what God called them to do.
3: Yeah. I kind of think of Gideon. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's an awesome one. He,
3: he questioned the angel and said, I am like the weakest of all my brothers.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then he, he gathered an army and then the angel was like, Take out what was it, three thousand like three thousand people or something like a, that? A lot of people. Yeah, really? a yeah. lot of people. So we did. Yeah. And they weeded out even more. Yeah. And then there's only what, like, five hundred left. Three three
0: hundred. Three hundred yeah. left.
1: Yeah. And, and
3: they defeated a whole army of people, a whole
1: Yeah. Whole yeah. Of yeah. Philistines Nations, which huh. were fierce, scary strong people right. and God's like yeah you still have too many people for me to actually like work and be glorified <laughs> so get rid of them yeah yeah, yeah there's still too many people <laughs> get rid of them right
0: and then watch how they drink water <laughs> <laughs> see how they drink water keep the ones that pay attention
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know that don't let their guard down Yeah.
2: yeah. don't mm-hmm. let
0: their guard down
2: mm-hmm.
0: they are the ones to take with you in the battle yeah. And that's what we need. We need people to be paying attention and not letting their guard down, not accepting everything that's handed to them. Yeah, and that's being force-fed through mainstream media
2: mm-hmm. or
0: the CDC, which is full of liars. And they're trying to murder people. That's yeah. a reality. That yeah. I mean, that's they—they they aren't benefiting. Anybody?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, they're manipulating work. It's just, oh, I could go on and on, but
1: we have limited time. Were you going to say something, Joss? Yeah, I was going to say I actually have a few verses that will go with
3: what we were talking about, about faith and stuff like that. And it's Perfect. Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 20 through 22. And it says, So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous, for the upright will inha- inhabit the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, another word for treacherous is traitors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just so we're clear.
2: Yeah.
0: Treacherous or traitors. And so, I'm going to go old school here to Second Chronicles because we were talking about this. It says, if your people... I'm sorry. That's going to be Second Chronicles 6... Uh, 14. If your people go out to battle against their enemies, by whatever way you shall send them, and they pray to you toward this city that you have chosen and the house that I have built for your name, then hear from heaven their prayer and their plea and maintain their cause. Meaning help them. Help them win the battle. Yeah. If we're praying to God and trusting him and letting him lead the way, we will be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, there was um, I just read it I don't know what happened to it oh here it is Um, and I'll I'll read this again because you know one of the things I want to talk about towards the end of this is taking March 1st it just felt like the Lord was saying March 1st um, take that day to pray with friends, family your kids, your church um, and fast that day Mm-hmm. um our country is in a boatload of trouble
2: mm-hmm.
0: um there are far too many people that have become complacent and okay and tolerant which nowhere in the bible does god say be tolerant of to people
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh nowhere does it say accept evil
2: mm-hmm. um it's
0: quite the opposite yeah god tells us to hate evil mm-hmm. to hate what he hates uh nowhere in there does he say love evil yeah. nowhere in the Bible does it say accept evil, nowhere in the Bible does it say tolerate evil nowhere, there's not one place I, I don't want to hear anything else about it, there's nothing about it in the Bible So, yeah. I, I might come back to this scripture because it's a good one uh, this is also 2nd Chronicles it is 7 verse 16 if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: America needs to be healed. Yeah. There's far too much evil here. Uh, and, and it has not been dealt with. Uh, lawlessness should have been stopped a long time ago. And, you know, there, there are days where I regret not going to law school. um, I, I wish I would have just worked through being a single mom at the time and just doing that. Yeah. Because I feel like God probably could have used me far more uh, than where I'm at now. But I can't go backwards. Yeah. I've already repented for that. Um, but there are days where I'm like, man, I wish I I wish I was more knowledgeable in that. I yeah. wish I would have done that. Um. But God is able to use me in a different way, like with my three daughters here. <laughs> and we have a podcast, and we mm-hmm. get to pray with people, and, you know, we just, we do whatever God needs us to do. Which yeah. is pretty awesome. But. Yeah. Uh, were you going to say something, Cor?
1: Uh Yeah, when you were talking about uh, fasting and stuff on March 1st, a, a verse in Jeremiah came to mind. Uh, I think it was a few days ago, Um, sometimes I kind of inwardly and maybe even outwardly complain about where we live, um, because there is no community, there's not really relationships, there's not a lot of strong or like-minded people, and so I I can kind of complain easily and think, I really don't want to be here. But then a verse came to mind... It's Jeremiah 29, 7. It says, But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. Oh, yeah. So, That's a good one. Um, I think that when fasting, not just praying for the country, but also where you live. Yep. Because I'm sure there are plenty of people where you live even if it's a small town of less than a thousand people right. or a big city, there's going to be plenty of people. There's going to be people that are looking for truth that need help. There are leaders that need prayer yeah. that probably need a heart change. So right. just yeah. praying for where you live, Right. because that's where God has sent you, even yeah. if it is an exile, not where you want to be. Right. But if, where you live is successful and prosperous and it's on the right track and it's right with God, you're going to benefit from that because it's going to be this ripple effect. Right. Um, So just keep that in mind. You're praying for the country. Also pray for... The smaller places where you personally live. Yeah. Right? yeah. Your towns,
0: your cities, your state.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the leaders there. Um, some of them are not, well, most of them are not on the right side. They have basically mm-hmm. sold their souls for 30 pieces of silver.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
0: That's that's an unfortunate reality. And what's awesome about the Constitution and God's word is we have that authority to take all that back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God gives us the authority Mm -hmm. to take back what was stolen from us.
2: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: To combat the enemy uh, with the word. And if need be, well, God tells us to sell your cloak and buy a sword.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, And we're at that place. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We we may have to Mm -hmm. fight a battle that, you know... Maybe we weren't expecting.
2: Yeah.
0: But one of my favorite scriptures, I think it's a Esther 4-4, I think, but it talks about um, you are here for this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we are here in this moment in time, all of us, yeah. uh, for a purpose, mm-hmm. whether it's for good or for evil. Um, We all have a purpose. Yeah. I prefer to be on the good side of things. Uh And and, be grateful um, for God's spirit and wisdom and knowledge and being able to see the truth when others have chosen literally not to. Yeah.
1: um, Which is sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two things came to mind if I can take up from this podcast time. Yes, <laughs> as you were talking about um, spirit and truth um, in John uh, chapter sixteen, verses thirteen, I came across this uh, a couple of nights ago. But John sixteen, verse thirteen says, "When the Spirit of Truth, that is the Holy Spirit, comes." He will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Yep. I just want to throw that out there as you're talking about truth and the Spirit. And then the other thing, something that I think about sometimes is, I think that a lot of Christians, they don't really bother with knowing their rights as Americans. They might think that's unimportant, But then I think about Paul, and he knew his rights as a Roman citizen. Yeah. He did not tolerate being mistreated. He wanted a fair trial. He demanded to go see, I think it was, Pilate or Caesar. Yeah. And because he knew his rights, God was like, you're going to testify to kind of like the highest higher up. Right. Mm -hmm. And that... I guess, prolonged Paul's life right. in a way. I mean, he could have just been, oh, yeah, you're going to be executed. But he knew his rights. Yep. Yeah. He said, no, I demand a fair trial. I demand to speak with Pilate or Caesar. I don't remember. It's, right. I believe, in acts. Yeah. Um, but he knew that. And yeah. through that, he was able to testify. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure, he was shipwrecked. But even through those shipwrecks, even through traveling, even yeah. through going to multiple prisons... He was able to minister to fellow prisoners, to guards, to people on the island of Malta that were thinking, he's a god because he was bit by a snake and didn't die. (laughs) Right. All these things, and God was glorified. Yep. So I think that it's important, even as um, both Christians and Americans, you know your rights. Yep. Because in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights and everything... Our Founding Fathers believe that we have unalienable rights given to us by God Himself. Yeah. yeah. these and are they rights. are
0: not to be infringed upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meaning nobody, nobody, not Satan or his spawn, mm-hmm. like the Democrats or Rhinos, yeah. have a say in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. They yeah. do not have a say in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the illegitimacy, we've talked about this, of Biden and all that, no one should be listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. There are states, uh, there are governors that have strong faith in God, and they're not tolerating it. Mm-hmm. They're taking a stand, which is fantastic. I wish our governor had a backbone, but apparently he doesn't yet.
1: Yeah, he's been uh, awfully quiet. Yeah,
0: it's annoying.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, but then you got a next-door neighbor in South Dakota, and Christy Noem's just nailing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's like, no, you're not doing this. And Texas is the same way. And Florida. And yeah, Montana's
1: so, finally catching yeah, up with Montana. no more masks. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So people are stepping up and going, no, these are our rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Constitution says this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you're not taking that from us. No, you're not going to destroy thousands of people's lives because you want control that not only did you not earn, you don't deserve.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: not yours to have. Yeah. Plain and
1: simple. If you're a Christian and you have been told that the Constitution is a secular document, take the Constitution, take your Bible, Bible. and -hmm. you will find pretty much everything in the Constitution they took from the Bible. Yeah. Our judicial system, how it's supposed to be, they took that from the Bible. You Mm need witnesses. Three. Two, three witnesses. Yeah. Um, before you can just bring a charge against somebody. That's in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, Leviticus is like a book of rules and it's guidelines of how things should have been laid out. Yeah. And you're looking through that and you're like, yeah, okay, so the Constitution mm-hmm. has that. Yeah. And the Constitution has this and the Bible has that. So it's not a secular document. Not America at all. Yeah. is not a secular country. No. If, I mean, read pretty much any book that is one unabridged. Right. or two printed before 1915 you're gonna find a completely different America yeah yeah
3: yeah I remember watching some of the history videos by David Barton that we usually watch um, for school and one of the Um, I think it was one of the Founding Fathers was John Locke, I believe it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a book um, on some, I think on some of the laws of the Bible and stuff. Yeah. And that's what Founding Fathers used for the Constitution to write Mm -hmm. some of it. Yeah. The the Bible and the book by John Locke. Well, let's not forget, most of
0: our Founding Fathers started the medical schools, started the law schools, started the colleges. I mean, they had wisdom and knowledge from the Bible yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: that they couldn't get anywhere else. They had the freedom to read the Bible, which they didn't have over in England. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So here, God gave them wisdom and knowledge to start this country, which is exceptional. Yes. You don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't built on slaves. So. And it was, it was not built on slaves. Yeah. Um, but... But we know, you know, evil ignores the truth and they just buy into the lies. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, mm-hmm. the truth is there. Yeah. You just gotta look at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't ignore it. So anyways, were you gonna say something, Miss? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, oh, Josh was gonna Actually,
3: say. Actually, there was a uh, verse that I came across this morning while I was reading Exodus and I was talking about bribes. And I found and I found this very interesting, but Um, It is Exodus 23, verse A, and it says, And you shall not... I'm sorry. And you shall take no bribe, for a bribe blinds the clear-sighted and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. And I looked up what uh, subverts means. It says, To overthrow or destroy something established to corrupt as in morals.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and we're seeing that a lot, especially yeah. in our so-called representatives. They aren't representing us. No. They've taken bribes
2: mm-hmm. from
0: China, from Soros, mm-hmm. from so many others.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I've said before, they basically sold their souls to the devil.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they've corrupted everything good about this country. Yeah. Yeah. From,
3: from what I've heard about judges nowadays, they also are yep. unjust and corrupt. Because yep. they also are probably... Paid off yeah. to support Democrats and people who should not get away with certain things. Yep. Yeah. Back when America was first founded with the Constitution, whenever a judge acted badly or drank or said any sort of bad word, even in their personal lives, they would instantly not be or be um, kind of kicked off as being judged. Yeah. 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 Disbarred. Yeah. And Just by saying a bad word or even. What was it, drinking? Yeah, getting drunk in their own personal lives. Yeah. Well, they held a higher standard back then mm-hmm.
0: than what they do now. Yeah. Now it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Nobody cares. And that's not true. Yeah. God's watching yeah. everything, mm-hmm. God is seeing everything. God's not going to be mocked. Mm-mm. And He will bring justice. Yeah. Uh, especially for us. That are being oppressed, or our money is being stolen and squandered on illegal things and evil things. Uh, I don't want my money used for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a choice. They steal my money. Yeah. yeah. Literally, they steal my money.
2: Yeah. And they
0: use it for whatever they feel like using, and most of the time, it's not for anything good. What?
3: Yeah. So I hope that these verses will fit, but um, <laughs> Isaiah forty-two verses. Four through 9 and it's talking about um, Jesus and Israel and well the first verse is talking about Jesus and it says he will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out who spread out the earth and what comes from it who gives breath to the people on it and, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. And some things that I kind of was taking from it is, if you look on a map and see how small Israel is and how many enemies of Israel are surrounding it, You just know that God is watching over it and that Israel is God's chosen people because they're still there after all this time. And it's just amazing. And it gives you hope that God does look out for the little things and for the little people, all of us (laughs) who are ants to God, He still looks out for each and every one of us. And then through the past year of twenty twenty and stuff and even possibly through now, I know how people were quarantined and how um, the people like the government were trying to put people in prison in their own homes and keep yeah. them there. And so it says right here that God will um, bring out the prisoners from the dark dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Yeah. And something kind of funny is um, I've heard it said before that um, germs spread less in the dark than they do in the light so people who sit in darkness trying not to get germs all over them yeah. it's just
1: ridiculous but whatever the case
3: from the prison those who sit in darkness God will help you
1: yeah yeah if you actually want to be helped, though. Yeah, yeah. you're going to say something. Yes, first. I okay. have a few verses I can also back that. Those <laughs> verses are Just like always.
0: Oh. Amen. <laughs> and
1: it's Psalm 146, verses 5 through 9. And the title for this one is Put Not Your Trust in
3: Princes. And this entire chapter is really good, but the uh, these verses I'd like to share, obviously. Anyway. <laughs> Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up, lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin.
0: Which we've all been waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds horrible, but we are at this place in in our country, in this time where justice has um, has not happened.
2: Mm-hmm. especially
0: against the lawless, against the evil. And, I mean, God warns us that this time is supposed to come
2: mm-hmm. before
0: he comes back. So, I mean, we, we know it's supposed to happen, but it doesn't always make it easy.
2: Yeah. And
0: it doesn't make it enjoyable.
2: Yeah.
0: And it does frustrate people. It frustrates me beyond anything. And I'm, you know, there are days where I'm crying out to God going, why am I here right now? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And anything that God tells me to do, I do. Yeah. Even if it's something simple like a podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I, right now, I don't know what else to do. We're ready to go to war if we need to. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We're prepared for whatever God calls us to do next. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and that's all we
3: can do. Yeah. Right now. Were you gonna say something? Uh, Joss was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but I do want to say or read this verse as well. It's in
3: Isaiah chapter thirty-three, verse twenty-two. It says, "But the Lord is our judge; the Lord is our lawgiver; the Lord is our King. He will save us." And I just want to say this: every time "Lord" is mentioned in this verse, which is three times. It is capitalized. Every single letter yep. is capitalized. Mm-hmm. That means that that is important. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's yeah. God. Yeah. God is our lawgiver. God yeah. will defend us. God will protect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's where our faith has to be. Yeah. Not in our military because we know they're failing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Not in our president or whoever is supposed to be president because we know he's a failure.
2: Mm-hmm. Not
0: in our state representatives because they're worthless. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not even in our neighbors.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they
0: don't have our backs either. Yeah. God truly is the only one we can trust.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, people will let
1: you down. Yeah. It's Because really we're flawed. Yeah.
0: We're flawed. We're not perfect. But that is what we're supposed to work towards. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. We're human. I don't like it, but we're <laughs> human. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, again, is not an excuse to kind of do whatever you want. Say, oh, uh, I'm imperfect. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. That That's not really an excuse because we're called to a higher standard. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. Jesus And, and that's just is <laughs> yeah.
2: Is
1: we're,
0: the Christians are pathetic yeah. and they're weak and they're cowardly and it doesn't represent Jesus at all. Mm-mm. No. He's not a, at
1: all. He's a warrior that yeah. when he comes back, he's going to be like riding a white horse with an army.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and like on fire.
3: Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, he's gonna be just glowing on fire, glorious legs of bronze. I mean, mm-hmm. he's coming back as something you've never seen before. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he is, he is going to bring judgment. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and like I said, even something as simple as this podcast. If that's all we can do right now for God, then we will do it because his judgment is not something I want on me or any of you kids at all. Ever. Yeah. I just no. No.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <laughs> I said no. Nah. I said no. Nah. <laughs> just to remind anyone who's listening, um that Jesus isn't gray. He's black and white. And what I mean by that is there's no middle between good and bad. It's just either God rewards the good or punishes the bad. And I have a verse to back that up. It's Matthew um, chapter 12, verse 30. And it says, Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, there's another verse
1: in the New Testament. I don't remember the exact book, chapter, or verse, but it talks about how um, basically, there are those who are warm and on fire for God. Those who are on the right side. Hot. Hot. Mm-hmm. There are those who are hot. The lukewarm gets spit out. Yeah. Yes. yes. I was getting there. <laughs> Sword and <laughs> thunder. Yes. thunder. Yeah. I, I just want them. to make sure that clear. you're either hot for God,
0: but yes. continue.
1: <laughs> you're hot for God, you're cold, and you don't know him. Or you're lukewarm and the Bible says that it'd be better for you to be cold than to be lukewarm because God will actually spit you out of his mouth. Yeah. If you're lukewarm. That that's kind of saying something that it would almost be better if you didn't know God than to know him and just kinda of live on this this grey area that really doesn't exist. You just kind okay. of make it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean the Bible kinda talks about how it's They honored me with their mouths, but their hearts were far from me. It's lip service with no heart. There's no no truth. There's no action. They don't actually know him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen a lot of
0: uh, people that have called themselves Christians Mm -hmm. that said, I'm leaving the church. Well, if you're leaving the church, you never had faith in God in the first place. Mm -hmm. You were lukewarm and God didn't do things the way that you expected. Yeah. Even though his Bi- the Bible tells you exactly who he is, what he's like, what he's going to do. If you do this, then he will do this. But if you do this, then he will do this. Yeah, It's yeah. very clear. And if you don't like what it says, and that's why you're walking away from church, then you never knew Jesus to begin with.
3: Yeah, yeah. And
0: you were going to get spit out anyways.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But now you're in a lukewarm stage and you're in a boatload of trouble.
1: Yeah, I think that also has something to do with the fact that people don't actually read the Bibles for themselves. They go to church, they listen to what their pastors tell them, and then that's what kind of gets them through the whole week. And it's usually these good, fluffy things that they pick through the Bible, and they take things out of context, and then when things don't happen the way their pastors tell them, they get really disappointed in God. They thought, oh, I know God. This is so, like, out of his character. Even though if they read the Bible, maybe things would actually make more sense. Right. And you look at Job. I don't know if while he was on this earth, he ever actually knew why he was going through these things. And the girls and I were actually talking about this the other day. Yeah. Was maybe Job was going through those things for his friends. Yeah. Because after... God kind of confronted Job and, um, just kind of laid out some things, like, you're questioning me, um, this is who I am, um, Job, he was like, you know, I'm sorry, I was talking about things I didn't understand, God's like, you know what, I want you to sacrifice and pray for your friends, yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of like, um, what, yeah, like, I'm going through all this, you want me to pray for the people that sat there and stabbed me in the back, um, right, no, yeah, um, but... He, Job did. He yeah, sacrificed yeah. to God. He prayed for his friends. And God restored everything to Job in right. abundance. Right. Either right. everything that he lost or more. Right. And I think, sometimes I'll think about that. Maybe we go through things for other, other people. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the time in Texas we went to Bush's Chicken. Yeah. And then <laughs> things were happening with our van. And we broke down. <laughs> lost our break. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. It's an awesome story. Yeah. We sat there waiting for the mechanic. It was, what, at least two hours? Two or three. Eating our chicken. (laughs) And, I mean, we were getting impatient. We're like, why? I mean, why are we going through this? Can't just anything work out just eating Mm -hmm. our fried chicken? (laughs) Mechanic finally comes, and after, like, two hours of waiting, and it turns out this guy was in need of, like, a new kidney. Yeah, he was going. He was. He had been
0: in Dallas. Mm-hmm. for dialysis and we were in Austin mm-hmm. so I mean that's about a four hour drive but he was already halfway back yeah. and it was one of the um, mobile mechanics because mm-hmm. our truck the brakes went out and mm-hmm. we barely made it to I think it was an auto zone or something mm-hmm. down there in Austin and um, we sat there and waited and just kind of hung out super nice guy and the Lord's like I need you to pray for him
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I didn't know what was going on. None of us did, but he came out, and and I'm like, Sir, I just feel like we need to pray for you, and we prayed over him, and he broke down and cried, and, and um,
1: yeah, he needed that, and it was kind of like this moment of it really had nothing to do with us. Right. It was for him, and even though we don't really know what happened after that, we don't know if... You know, God healed him, like, right away, or if he got a new kidney, or what was going on. But we did our part. Yeah, those supposed bad things didn't happen to punish us, to necessarily, like, test us. It was for the mechanic. Yeah. And I think he was a Christian. He was totally open to us praying for him. And it was just kind of like, sometimes we go through things, and it's not even about us. Right. Yeah. Even when we were homeless in Washington, which yeah. is something we should do just a podcast about. Yeah. I mean, we met some amazing people, people who were also going through hard things. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were able to come alongside of them and pray for them, and we were mm-hmm. able to... Encourage ...sharpen them. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they also learned
0: a lot about people that call themselves Christians that want. Yeah.
1: yeah it was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. We grew in our faith. Yeah. We actually learned what faith was. Mm-hmm. Um... Which,
0: it was not easy. No, no. It it was it was a really, really, really hard time for me as a mom. Yeah, watching all four of you kids. Uh, just it it was not easy. Yeah, and really, really calling literally at the top of a mountain with another single mom <laughs> that was going mm-hmm. through the same yeah. thing. She was homeless, and it was a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. But we became really good friends. We went to the top of a mountain and just screamed and prayed out to God. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. yeah. It was the best thing ever. Yeah,
3: but, I mean, that's kind of been our entire life. Yeah. 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 I mean we moved we've moved like a dozen over a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Just an Izzy's lifetime. Yeah. And it's been fairly short. <laughs> yeah. it's not over, but it's been fairly short. Yeah. <laughs> In almost every single place that we've been, we've always met somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One person at least, yeah. whether it's mm-hmm. from another church or our. Neighbor
0: or something.
3: Neighbor or car breaking down or whatever it might have been. We always met somebody. Always been able to pray for somebody. Always became somebody's friend. And so buy them at least for that moment in time. And encourage them. Yeah.
0: And try to be an example. Yeah.
3: I guess that's one thing that I would like people to kind of think about, especially during fast or like this fast if you decide to do it, is try maybe even asking some of your friends or even family to join you. Yeah.
2: Because
3: it might be a good experience for them, for you, for really... Everybody around you. Yeah.
0: Well, plant seeds. Yeah. yeah, something simple, and you don't know what God's going to do in that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the apostles and disciples in that one room. They start praying. I was really just thinking of that story, <laughs> and, and you know, like minds and one focus and trusting God, and all of a sudden there was just this tempest of wind that came over them. The Holy Spirit poured into that room and people were changed, yeah. never the same. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And our country needs that. Yeah. yeah. The whole world needs that. Yeah. Uh so we we encourage people all over. Um I Oh, yeah. In oh, one thing I meant
2: <laughs> let me reach sorry, I had to reach sorry. Um
0: you know I don't usually plug anything, but uh, John Cooper from Skillet wrote a book called Awake and Alive to Truth. And the girls and I read this together, and I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. It is an awesome book. Yeah. He lays it out. He's bold in his faith. Mm -hmm. He speaks the truth. He's calling people out. Mm Yeah. And rightfully so. But, like, he says, people's opinions are not truth. God's truth, his word... Is the only truth we need. Yeah, God's word will lay it all out for us. Yeah. Um, so if you get a chance, it is Cooper or John L. Cooper.com or CooperStuff I think. Um, and you buy this book, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, we'll probably read it again because <laughs> it, it really is awesome. He did yeah. a really really good job.
1: Yeah, I know that for me personally, he really explained things simply. Yeah. That even in the, like, decade, roughly, um, of just going to church, I didn't understand. He actually explained it, and I was like, okay, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Um Because it was just simplified. It's like this is just how it is. It's just that simple, Mm -hmm. right? um, Which I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't super confused about this weird doctrine and what on earth are you talking about? Yeah.
3: There were some. There were some chapters that. brought some of us to tears. And, yeah.
1: and we have our silly <laughs> really? spots and it's It's,
3: it's a rarity. <laughs> most of
0: us aren't very soft, but once no. <laughs> in a while we'll be brought to tears. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> we all have hearts, or most of us. Maybe there's some time... I don't know. I'm not... I don't know what to say. <laughs> but um, God, God did something awesome in that book, so I suggest yeah. you read it.
3: Yeah. It is
0: awake and alive to truth John Cooper John L Cooper listen, uh,
3: listen to some of the skillet songs they're really really good too yeah, yeah. they're
0: they're fantastic I love it they're just mm-hmm. I yeah. hope they never change yeah, yeah. I, I mean growing in Christ, yes but I hope they don't go backwards yeah. you know like other groups do but um, <laughs> I, I want to touch on uh, second chronicles here and we're gonna get this wrapped up Um I was read. I've been reading Second Chronicles along with Psalm every night, and I was reading uh, Second Chronicles twenty. <clears throat> excuse me. And some of the scriptures that jumped out at me were, you know, when we're in the battle, we just have to look to God, mm-hmm. to pray, to have faith, and He's going to be there. So uh, Second Chronicles twenty verses eight. Through nine, And they have lived in it and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save." And I think that's just kind of important. Yeah. Uh, I think looking to God, looking to the sky, go up a mountain, go to the ocean, whatever, drop to your knees and just pray.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cry
0: out to God. He's going to hear you.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do it with sincerity, not with ulterior motives. Yeah. Uh, cause God is not interested in your fakeness. Yeah. Just don't.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then in that same chapter, 20, verse 12, Oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you.
2: Wow.
0: Again, put your eyes on God. Yeah. He will open the doors that need to be opened.
2: Mm-hmm. No
0: man can shut what God opens. Yeah. And he will lead the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So then, it says also in twenty, um, it's verses fifteen. The, it's fifteen b, kind of halfway through. Says, "Thus says the Lord to you: Do not be afraid, and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's.
2: Wow! Yeah.
0: He will bring judgment on those that come against us. Yeah. His People, hmm yeah.
2: um,
0: they, they will suffer great consequences.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I know you have something to say, so hold mm-hmm. on a second. You get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says in 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Verse 18, Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And so after reading that, I was just kind of praying, and the Lord's like, I think it's time to fast. And that's where March 1st came in. Um, I feel like March 1st, Needs to be a community event um, all over the world, really. If you know, I don't know who's going to get this, but uh, whatever you can do, March 1st, take that day to um, fast technology. Uh, Don't watch TV, turn off the MSM, Uh, turn off. You know, social
1: media. social
0: media, just fast all of that, yeah. fast junk food, whatever you need to do. But get in the word,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if you go to Psalm and start reading Psalms, pray them out. Do whatever you need to do and pray for your towns, your states, the country, um, people that are in far worse positions than you.
2: Yeah. throughout
0: the world uh, pray for them
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, cry out to God uh, go up to the mountains and pray, build a fire and just pray just mm-hmm. block everything else out go to the ocean, go to the beach go to the top of a skyscraper, whatever you need to do and just pray Yeah. because our country is in trouble
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and and God's only going to give us so many more opportunities before he says, enough. Yeah. Yeah. We're done with this. Yeah. And Jesus is going to come back, and literally all hell is going to break loose. And we don't want people to miss out on eternity with Jesus. Yeah. With peace, with joy, in a beautiful place. Yeah. Where yeah. are you going to say? You've been anxious to say something, so what do you got to say? Sorry,
3: it's uh, Isaiah 40, verse 31, and it says, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. One of my faves. Yeah. It's one of my
0: faves. But that's also what's required of us as Christians. We are supposed to endure to the end. Yeah. Enduring means there's things coming at us. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Nowhere in
0: the Bible does it say it's going to be easy. Those giving up never understood what that really meant. Yeah. And I'm sad for them because they're missing out on the the greatest things that are about to happen.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, did you have anything else
2: please,
0: um, on that? Because I was going to... Go ahead.
3: Uh, well, it was probably going to be the closing thing. I wasn't sure if you were going to read that.
0: Oh, if you want to read it, go for it. We're oh. going to read uh, Psalm 63. Um, we're going to pray that out um, because it's a good one. you found it, so I'm going to let her read it.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, It's uh, Psalm 63, and it says, Oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water, And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exalt. For the mouths of liars will be stopped. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. 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 We thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and we pray blessings
2: over each person. And God bless you all, and God bless America.